0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to PM in the AM, a comedy podcast for listeners of all ages. The show that contains the kind of humor to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening. Each week we take a deep dive into some of the funniest topics found on the internet, including hilarious news stories, funny purchasable items, making brackets and other insane topics. My name is Porter McNeely. I am joined alongside the excellent, the wonderful Blake Bushman. Wow. Blake, how are you doing this week? Uh, I mean, I'm fantastic. I'm just impressed at your uh, your motorcycle impression there. I'm <laughs> blown away by the fact that you're able to do that. I, I had no idea that that was a talent. You've been hiding that from me this whole time <laughs> I've known you. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. That was actually... I have been doing it throughout the day. I'll make that admission here. I have been doing it today today in preparation for the podcast as as we've kind of over the <laughs> last couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly. We started doing sound effects over the last couple of weeks. And so I thought, what kind of is like a whoa, 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 so I could kind of do a good intro for the podcast. And what better way than a nice motorcycle? So I'm glad it went well, and honestly, that was my best attempt. And so, I I guess I just got to roll with it more and just do it live. And that's that's yeah. You you excel under pressure, so kudos to you. Way to get it way to get it started off hot on that. Everybody listening is gonna be like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and they're gonna get you know the wakey wakey, and they'll feel right at home. So I'm I, I really it. hope that like just through the audio edition, everybody listening to this was able to say, "Man, that is a nice motorcycle." So hopefully, I guess we'll see. And edit out, edit out that motorcycle driving by. That's crazy. <laughs> I think we're going to be switching off back and forth. You know, Blake had the intro last week, and he did a really good job. So I think we're going to have to switch off. I really enjoyed going in and doing the editing of that, and just hearing you do it. Yeah, I caught I'll me off too hard on. when when I was going through doing some editing. I and I, I heard my own voice. I was like, that that doesn't feel. That sounds a little weird. <laughs> well, I'll put you on the clock. You have now got a couple of days. Or a week, about a week to prepare for our next episode where you're going to have to come up with something more creative to start out the intro. So we'll see what you can come up with and uh, we'll be excited for that. But speaking of excited, Blake, we have a wonderful show coming up for the morning people today. Shout out to everybody listening. Make sure you head over to our Instagram and follow us at PM in the AM Podcast and on YouTube at PM in the AM Podcast. We're trying to get to 100 subscribers over on YouTube. So if we haven't done that yet, please be one of the lucky last eight people to follow us before we reach 100 because let me tell you after that Blake we're taking off we're going to the moon the first 100 is the hardest and we're almost there I mean we've had we've had a lot of success with just you know a lot of reels and what YouTube shorts and stuff doing well so go over there show some support and uh who knows maybe if you're our our 100th subscriber will will send you a nice thank you letter. We're out of money. Don't expect anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got stickers, so we could I'll definitely do something. There you go. All right, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll figure something out for you, whoever our our lucky 100th subscriber is. <laughs> I know, absolutely. But like I said, today's show is going to be excellent. We have would you rather questions coming back, and this time, you know, we took matters into our own hands. And so we brainstormed these to the best of our abilities to make the questions not only thought-provoking but also hilarious. And then we are going to be doing a bracket that I'm really interested in, Blake. We are going to be doing the different ways to eat potatoes bracket. So we're going to be drafting elite potato dishes. And Blake, I I know you're a big french fry guy. How do you feel about the rest of the way that potatoes are? I prepared? This is the first time that we've ever done a draft where I cannot be upset with what you pick because I have more than eight options of things that i want and we always do eight and i don't really there's a few baby favorites but all of these are just fantastic so i am thrilled about this draft i, I don't feel like i'm gonna miss out on anything just because there's so many good options really excited for that everybody's gonna want to stay tuned uh but blake let's go ahead and jump into the show today and let's open it up with some would you rather questions And I'm just pulling mine up here real quick. Well, I'll get started on it here for you. Mike, because my first one actually isn't a would you rather. So maybe it'll be a nice uh, intro to it. I heard this and it's been thought provoking and I want to get your opinion on it. If you could choose any five liquids or sauces, whatever, to come out of your fingers at will, what five would you choose? Okay. I mean, immediately first thought is barbecue sauce. Mm. For me, good choice. Barbecue sauce is my favorite sauce. I put that on pretty much everything, and it makes it all better. So hot sauce was was my sauce of choice. I figured you really? put hot sauce in, and yeah, I mean, what, what gets worse by adding hot sauce? Besides like a dessert, everything is better with a little with. And it's got. A, I'm on some like Cholula or something. I don't. I don't know like okay. like a mild hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, going yeah. like no, I'm not burn going, your bum. Yeah, I'm not dinner. going like the devil's butthole hot sauce. Like I just want. I want like a regular, something to add a little flavor, but not something that's going to melt my soul. So Okay, yeah. I think that's almost necessary in the five finger, but you brought up dessert, which I hadn't thought about. And so that adds another tricky element because uh, chocolate syrup is pretty good. And just imagine, you know, you got your pointer finger pointed into a glass of milk and just just chocolate milk. Ring. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a solid option. I hadn't thought about chocolate syrup, actually. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I thought for sure my thumb is just going to be water. I just want to mm. be able to suck on my thumb and have it just be hydration. Um, it, lo- it would look super weird to everybody else, but I figure if I'm going to be sucking on a finger, it's got to be my thumb. I mean, any of the other fingers, I'm just flipped off the camera. Any of the other fingers are going to be just as weird, so I figure I might as well get the, nice, the one that has the most suction to it. My pinky's got to be gasoline. I'm putting that right into my tank. It's going to take three and a half hours to fill up my tank, but I'm going to, I'll just be hanging out. I'll put on a movie or something. At the, you know, I don't have to go to the gas station. So I'll just pop it in there and I'm good to go. Right, I mean, that's a really good answer. I hadn't really thought of the liquids too much. I, I was kind of stuck on the sauces here. Mm. So, liquids included, you know, I've already done chocolate syrup. I mean, potentially. I don't know if I want to go with milk because, you know, what if it's a warm day and you're outside? Does that milk come out at room temperature or is that milk coming out cold? Oh, no, it's coming out frosty. I mean, it's not oh, okay because okay. that's a good combo to have the chocolate milk or the, mm-hmm. the milk and the chocolate syrup. I mean, you yeah. can put both fingers in there and you're ready to go. That's a, that's a solid combo, actually. I like that. The gasoline pick that you took is, is really good as well. And so I'm trying to think of something. That's what's the most you know, valuable liquid? liquid like what's the i think it's actually a scorpion's venom thing that is used to to cure certain ailments or something it's used uh, for medically right ailments. now i don't think i don't think venom is used to cure anything no <laughs> I it think is. it's used in weaponry they the... look look it up i don't know what kind of scorpion i'm looking sauce it, right it is yeah i want to i want to get this confession on air that you are wrong because i believe that the most lucrative liquid is some form of scorpion liquid, which I could only assume is uh, venomous. But it's probably like the anti-venom for other things, you know? Oh, glory. What? Okay, I'm (laughs) going to read this this from Google. And this is from uh, Britannica.com. I mean, that's a website I've heard of. That sounds pretty credible. The venom of a Death Stalker scorpion costs $39 million a gallon, making it the most expensive liquid on Earth. So I'm just going to go ahead and take a bow on camera. That's going right in my middle finger. Um (laughs) That's crazy. Are you sure you're gonna want that in your middle finger? Hear me out. Because what if you're in traffic and you know somebody cuts you off, like we've mentioned a lot of times on this podcast? You flip them off, you're shooting this venom at them. Meanwhile, they're catching it in a cup and turning it into mad profit. So I think you gotta be careful with that. Maybe do the pinky finger. You want that. Yeah, but think about this. It's it's also a risk because if they get a little bit in their mouth, this thing is called the Death Stalker Scorpion. I it's I think that kills on impact. So you gotta be careful not to get any of this stuff on your skin as you're filling oh. up your gallon jugs. I mean, you fill up 10 gallons, that's $390 million. <laughs> that's... Yeah, but do you really think there's like a, a market? You're going to for... flood the market. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be worth anything. <laughs> you just need to get one gallon lifetime, take your $39 million and be happy because the more you you know yeah. produce it, so maybe just you do that with one of your fingers, and you put a tap on it. You you cover it up, and you're not using it anymore. Wearing like a thimble on your finger all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what happens if you spill a little ketchup on there, and you go to lick it off, and you accidentally oh, that's put some Death Stalker right down your own system. That's tough luck. I mean, you'll, not a good idea. He'll die rich. I will say this though. To your point. It is used in medical applications. I guess it's good at identifying tumors and treating malaria. I got to hand it to you. I don't know. I didn't know you were such a, a scorpion venom connoisseur, but that's that's an impressive off off the top of the noggin facts that you're pulling. And so that's absolutely going in my middle finger. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, if you have gasoline and that, I mean- you're kind of set for life and then maybe a couple of sauces that you can just throw out when you stop at a restaurant along the way. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. I think we threw out some good options there. I'm not sure if we need to come up with the entire handle yeah. then, but hopefully you guys at home came up with something else and we'd love to hear what you got on that one. But Blake, I want to take it into the would you rathers now. And All I, right, I've got some, I've got some good ones today. I'm excited for you to answer these. All right, All Blake. Right. so first, would you rather always have to use public restrooms barefoot or use your own bathroom with the last trip's remains still in the bowl every time. Oh, this is the easiest question without a doubt. I'm I'm going home. That's, I'm good taking a doogie on my doogie like that's oh. uh, barefoot in a public bathroom. Look, I I swam on like competitively for a large period of my life, and I would walk around barefoot in the locker rooms like at these public swimming pools. Looking back at that now. I want to go back and just punch myself in the face and bro, you're going to get some permanent foot damage done to your system. So I've seen too many things in a public bathroom. At that same place that I was walking around barefoot, I saw a turd laying right on the floor in the bathroom. You don't want to know what's on these things. Who's in charge of cleaning these up? Like 16-year-olds? I don't want to be anywhere near those with with my little piggies. I'm taking a drop on a deuce on my deuce because that's so gross. You know, I'm assuming it's kind of like a it's a cycle system as one goes down it swaps it out and I mean, as long I go to the bathroom often enough that I don't think it'll really have time to linger because I think what happens when it marinates is when you when you really get into an issue. So, I'll, I'll go often enough that I'll wash it down and and oh, it'll be all that's right. Disgusting. No, see, I'm on the other side of this one because I absolutely hate when you open up the lid and I mean, especially if there's something solid in there disgusting you're instantly getting just an absolute rush of that stench into your face and i mean also there's nothing worse than like when there's been a pee sitting in there too and it just has that nasty musty old pee smell you know like when you were a kid and you went to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you thought if you flush the toilet the people that were inevitably breaking into your house at that moment were gonna come up and get you oh yeah so you 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 just left out where you're at (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly so heck no I don't can you you can't get sick through the bottom of your feet, no chance. You can get athlete's foot. Uh you can get all sorts of fungus, which uh I think there there's certainly a story about somebody who had their foot amputated. I'm just certain. I mean, the worst thing that's gonna happen to me if I go to the bathroom on top of a toilet that has not been flushed, I'm getting a little stank job in my nose. The worst that can happen going barefoot in a public restroom is is probably death I imagine I don't know what the first the first step is definitely a foot fungus but who knows where those can go So I'm gonna take a little stank over a permanent death or limb loss so I'm, I'm I disagree with you 100 percent on that one all right I got I'll get into another one here before I get too grossed out about your your question there. My next is would you rather everything be hot or everything be cold? That includes temperature, food, anything you can think of. Everything is either hot or cold. I I guess it depends on how hot. This is like a livable hot, right? Because the climate is going to be this temperature. Yeah, this is like, I mean, this is, I'm thinking probably a nice Arizona hot. So it's it's toasty. I mean, at at least 100 degrees outside at all times. But like the shower is the same temperature my wife takes a shower at, which is as soon as flames start coming out of the top (laughs) of the... Is that just a is that just a woman thing in general? Dude, I don't know, but their skin must just be scales. I don't like it, I can't imagine ha- having water that hot on me. It's boiling. So, I'm I mean, shower super hot. It's it's hot enough to be uncomfortable with everything, but it's not going to like burn you to death or anything. You're not on the surface of the sun. What about the cold? Are we talking like uh 30 degrees or yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm going to say freezing, but not necessarily like snowy all the time or anything. Okay. Like it's okay. like 30, 30, 40 degrees right in there. It's So you're going to need a coat Dang. all the time. And also with think- your food, too. I mean, you got to think about that because I don't do the heat. I'm a warmer fella. I mm-hmm. just, I'm sweating right now in the comfort of my own home. So I can't stand the heat. But also, I won't be able to eat like steak again because a cold steak sounds not pleasant a nice hot steak that sounds delicious so it's there's definitely a bit of a trade-off that you got to think about yeah you know i think i'm gonna take cold for personal comfort i can deal with the food not being quite as tasty uh I, i feel like you should still be able to cook the steak you just then have to freeze it, have to let it afterwards. You have, to, <laughs> you have to put it in the freezer for a couple hours before you can eat. Oh, man. But, I mean, you yeah, I'm ice taking cream, cold. So that's good. Yeah, you have you have a good amount of things, like cold pizza, really good. Oh, that's true. Cold yeah. PB&J, really good. You know, that's the staples of my life right there. So I think I cold soda, you know, cold. How do you do with cold showers? Oh, yeah. You you're don't... waking up in the morning, it's already cold, and then you have to go get in a cold shower. Well, nobody said I had to take cold showers. I can stink in this hypothetical, Blake, and I would stink. <laughs> Fair enough. I would occasionally do the washcloth pat down like the old people at the, the old folks' home with the sponge. <laughs> just a, just That's a little it. dab here. Yeah. <laughs> That's all maintenance. Yeah. All right. I will enough. stink, but I will be happy. So no, I'm, wi- I'm. What do wi- you do wi- t- on t- that, though? It's I okay. I can't do heat. I, I could never live in a place like Arizona where it's hot. We were just down there not too long ago, and it was like the winter, and I was still what, getting a little toasty. So <laughs> I I need to stay where it's cold. I'll throw on a coat and be all right. All right. Here comes my next one. Would you rather have to say, yeah, right, after every time somebody tells you a fact or call someone you just met by the wrong name to their face every time? <laughs> Is it just one time? Like the first At, time I meet? Yeah, one one time, the first time you meet them, you have to call them the wrong name to their face right after they tell you their name. Okay, I feel like I can get away with a, like a joke on that one because I can then follow it up with their correct name. So everybody will become like, a, everybody will be Tim. I'll just be like, oh, what's up, Tim? Just kidding. Your name's actually Jonathan. I do that. And then it's like, aha uh-huh, funny joke. And I already forgot the first one now, but that second one, for, the second one, doesn't seem that bad. What was the first yeah, option? The again? first one is that every time somebody tells you a fact, you have to say, "Yeah, right." <laughs> After they say it, that sounds hilarious. I mean, that's also the worst kind of person to be talking to. I don't know. You might want to check the footage <laughs> about 15 minutes ago when I was telling you about scorpion. Venom. Yeah, on, I was like, going yeah, right. to say let's let's test it out. You tell me the scorpion venom is the most expensive, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with it. I mean, you already did that, so you're yeah, right, halfway right. there on this one yeah (laughs) i like it it makes me feel like i'm right all the time (laughs) no i I think for the the right reasons the wrong name you know you might not make a lot of friends but hey maybe you don't want a lot of friends and so that might save you from You just can't meet new people you can still talk to everybody you already know and your life just stays the same so that's that's probably what you have to go with for the sake of your relationships good call on that one i got i got my last one here i think you probably have a couple more but would you rather punch a wall of sheetrock with full force or get punched full force in the chest by me? Or the other co-host, I guess. <laughs> so, by saying sheetrock, you're assuming that I could hit a stud in the wall? Yeah, yeah, it's just a it's hmm. toss-up. So... I mean, how much time do I have to decide? Because I could kind of sit there and say, "Here's the door frame," and then I think it's no, like every twelve to eighteen inches. You're, or you you're just walking going... into. I'm imagining you're you're full of rage. Imagine, yeah, you know, you were just in a baseball game and you lost it. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say, I'll, I'll say that <laughs> I have experience with the result of if you did punch a stud because I have personally punched a brick wall full force. And so I know that's going to be, you know, like eight to ten weeks of rehab, recovery. You're going to lose feeling of two of your fingers. You're going to have to get pins in your hand. So I would let you punch me in the chest. Like, I am not taking the risk. That is a terrible injury to come back from. And I don't ever want to go through anything I mean, like that again. Are you all right having a broken? I mean, I'm, I'm a, I am got a, I got a mean swing on me. I, you're not, It's a matter of, would you rather have a broken it's hand it. or a broken rib? Sure. No, like, um, are you going to the sternum? Where's the sternum? What the sternum is what like is the middle the of the of the chest, like the so just like yeah, I mean that's your chest, yeah. right? Just your yeah. ribs. I don't, your I do know. I isn't us think... a... and there's not anything there. It's just a hollow cave. No, dude, I got a sturdy sternum. Your hand is gonna hurt. <laughs> Instead of me breaking my hand on a sheetrocked wall, <laughs> you're gonna, gonna break your hand, hand on my sturdy on sternum. sternum. That's I don't exactly. think I don't think you have. I mean, I'll stop your heart if I punch you right in the sternum, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not that strong, but I'm also pretty sure that that's the worst place to get punched. You want to go in the stomach, but the question was the chest. Yeah, no, so ch- no chance. I'd rather take it in the kidney than the stomach. Because I got two kidneys and I only got one stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I think the stomach is like the best place to get punched. Because you can kind of like flex and, and you know, have it. If If you've been hitting the gym often enough, you'll be all right. That's fair. I mean... Either either way, you punch my sternum, break in your hand, punch my stomach, break in your hand, punch my kidney, <laughs> you're putting me on a machine for the rest of my life. So maybe I'll take that back and say stomach. No, it's the chest. Yeah, you're getting you're getting, you're, 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 you're getting the wind knocked out of you for sure. <laughs> no, I'll take that one still. I don't want to break my hand again. It's not worth it. It's not worth the reason. I'm gonna risk I'm gonna risk the sheetrock. I don't wanna I don't want a sternum shot. I don't <laughs> I mean that's a gamble. Look, I, but I know I know you've been you've been going to the gym and such. I don't know I don't know how often you've been shadow boxing. I don't know what you're up to, so I'm not gonna risk it. I'll take a risk at the wall. Uh, I've been tearing down sheetrock at, at in a basement mm-hmm. at my in laws, and you know I feel like I could get through it pretty well. And there's not that many studs. You got to be pretty unlucky to hit a stud, so I'll uh, roll the dice on it. I'm just saying. Imagine this. How funny this podcast clip would be. Like if you right now stand up, turn around. <laughs> there's a, a blank wall behind you. And we just, you know, uh, Russian roulette, punch-in-the-wall style, and, yeah, and we'll if, see what you get. If I if I wasn't renting and also moving mm. out here in the next couple of months to where I'm trying to get my security deposit back... Let's <laughs> just put that one makes, of these pictures up at the top. that great content, though. Yeah, that's no. <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> all right, well... That was a really good one, very thought provoking, Blake. And hopefully, my my last one can do the same. Here, it's a little bit of a different twist. So, okay. we have: Would you rather look like Ryan Reynolds and have Alvin the Chipmunk's voice, or would you rather look like Sloth from The Goonies but have Sam Elliott's voice? To me, this is i I would love to. I am imagining these. Okay, and I am imagining if I see Ryan Reynolds, please talking like this. I can't, I can't do a Chipmunk's voice, but you got you got the idea that's still a handsome individual, you know, I just, I probably, probably wouldn't be doing the podcast anymore, so that's something to consider, but but I'd be, I'd be doing modeling shoots, which probably brings in more money, so I'm gonna go ahead and take Ryan Reynolds, I'm gonna be a a handsome devil, because as uh, smooth and silky as Sam Elliott's voice is, I just don't want to look like sloth, so I'm good. No, yeah, that's, that's fair, but I think either way you could get rich. But I personally think sloth from Goonies. I think you could become more wealthy because you could do voiceovers, you could do commercials, movies. Nobody needs to see your face in an animated movie. You just have to have that, yeah, oh, that I nice do, deep cowboy I voice. I can do animated movies. I'll play a chipmunk. I'll play like the the side character with a really high voice every time. I mean, I guess that is fair. I ahead thought of that. Don't angle. rule out the the possibility for me to be a cartoon character with my chipmunk's voice. And then I can do modeling on the side. I mean, I'm living a good life. All right, that's fair. You definitely found a loophole that I wasn't anticipating there. I mean, it would be nice to look like Ryan Reynolds obviously, but I mean, that's a handsome man. Those chipmunks, I don't I don't know how much more annoying it could get and to have to actually open your mouth and you know go to a restaurant and be like, "Oh, I'm ordering online. I'm I'm not like they they asked me for my my name. I'll just I'm going to wear a name tag everywhere so I can just point at it." <laughs> and it will no, just that's... say it will just say handsome. I'm not even going to give my name. When I look like Ryan Reynolds, bro, that will become my personality. I don't need anything else. I'll just put everything on that and and call it good. I mean, you know what? I just imagine that it killed dude. me. <laughs> what you need to do as Ryan Reynolds with Alvin the Chipmunk's voice is steal uh, Stephen Hawking's roller chair with the laptop thing. <laughs> so you could go to. Uh, don't steal a do restaurant, anymore, right? I don't think anybody's using. It. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in a museum, is what I'm saying. So you oh, need really? to steal it from the museum. Mm-hmm. Roll up to, to a Michael's restaurant, and you, look... <laughs> <laughs> you roll up to, let's say, like a Red Robin or somewhere. You're going to get a burger, and you drive it in. You're like, I need to get a table. My final message is <laughs> <laughs> that might be worse than the chipmunk's voice because if I'm if I'm if I look that good, but I have him talking in a chipmunk's voice, everybody's just gonna think it's a joke. And, like, for s- small interactions, you know, going out to eat or whatever, people just be like, that guy's a, you know, he's funny. He's, he's talking with a weird voice. He's just pulling a prank on us. For my family and everybody else around me, it's going to be a lot worse because they're going to have to deal with it all the time. But I probably just won't talk that often, although I'm not convinced that using Steve Hawking's voice is any better than talking like a chipmunk. So uh, I'm I'm still team chipmunk on that one. I should say Team Rodman. What Keep Hawking for like you guys are boys. That's it. Everybody calls him Steve. Dude. Look. What? He was Stephen Hawking in life, Steve Hawking in death. That's hilarious. Yeah, you and you Yeah, me and Steve Hawking. Yeah, back in the day we dude, used to do all Steve. the uh chemistry together. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do mad astronomy together, bro. Yeah. Come on, blessed. show us some respect, I, Blake. I, I'd roll on the back of his wheelchair <laughs> he put some pegs on that thing, and I was just standing on the back hitting the town. You'd just mute the laptop and we would go. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't I couldn't ever this when you said me and steve (laughs) i didn't even realize that i had said steve that's my boy that's why he he gifted me his wheelchair on (laughs) all right well there's our would you rather segment some great questions today and we are going to be back after a couple brief ads with the ways to serve potatoes bracket this is a very important bracket so you're not going to want to go anywhere stay tuned with warmer temperatures approaching there is no better way to cool off than with some authentic brazilian acai from bahaka acai I lived in Brazil for 2 years and I fell in love with acai, but when I came back to the US, I was pretty disappointed with the quality of the options here. That is until I found bahaca acai, which tastes exactly like what they serve in Brazil. Because that's exactly what it is. Imported from Brazil and delivered to your doorstep, it is the best treat for summer months. Whether you want it as a healthier alternative to ice cream, or covered in sweet condensed milk like I do, acai is a superfood that is super delicious. If you're interested, visit their Instagram, at Bahaka Acai, that's B-A-H-A-K-A-A-C-A-I, and send them a DM and let them know that PM and the AM sent you. And we are back. Well, yeah. 2 monks' like voice? <laughs> no, that was my Stephen Hawking voice. <laughs> See, you can't even tell the difference. You might as well just go with, with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Would you rather be That's true. Sam Elliott with Steve Hawking's voice? <laughs> all right. Dad. Uh, I'm excited to get into this bracket, so let's do it. All right. So we have the different ways potatoes are served bracket, and we are drafting the best. And I believe I have the number one overall pick here, Blake. Is that right? Uh, it's very likely. I'll, I'll give it to you because, like I said, with this one, all the options are so good that I don't feel like I'm really missing out on anything substantial because – I want everything. So feel free to take the number one thing. Yeah. I assume I know which way you're going to go. There's definitely, in my mind, a clear one and two, but I think they could kind of go either way depending on the person. But I have to choose the most Americanized version of the potato, which is a sacred dish to me that I eat multiple times a week to make me happy. And that is the French fry. Mm. I mean, french I fry I French think... multiple times a week? At, yeah, at least three. three. Our next throw podcast we do is going to be called "My Three Hundred Pound Life." What is it? You can't just steal that from uh, TLC. Come on, <laughs> I got to at least push it to three fifty if we're going to make any money. My three hundred and fifty pound life. No, no I th- I think great choice on the French fry air fryer. Yeah, the air fryer makes it a substantially healthier option, and so I don't want to be judged for my consumption of French fries. I just want to throw that out there. I mean, are you covering them in in uh, like how how how's your friend your air fryer process? Because I know people are like the air fryer so healthy, but then they'll drizzle oil all over them before they put it in. That's not that much better. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I hadn't had that thought before, so you may have inspired me. But <laughs> it does put a nice crunch as of right now. I'm just throwing it. Sure. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you then. That's that's good. That, that definitely would have been my first overall pick as well. It's just, you know, I think everybody loves a good french fry. Some people might not like other things on this list or they might not prefer them to other things. I think fr- french fry probably will end up taking it because it's so universally loved. With that being said, my wife might divorce me if I don't take this next pick because she is a snacker. She loves her snacks. And I could go out into our kitchen right now. We probably have 47 bags of potato chips. They, they are her favorite thing. And you know what? They are delicious, so I can't blame her. So potato chips will be my second overall, and I'm, I'm happy with them. Who doesn't love a good Lay's? You're talking just the classic ones? Well, all potato chips. I mean, okay. You want barbecue? You want sour cream and onion? Whatever, whatever it is that you're feeling, cheddar—they're all in there. And uh, potato chips are a delight. Now that's a good bracket. We've done a tier list in Mm -hmm. its own on chips, so definitely a very good pick there. But I can't believe I did. I kind of expected that one to be the one that was going to come back to me here. And so with the number three overall pick, it is a no-brainer for me to take the best way potatoes can be served. At a fancier restaurant, and that is mashed mm, mashed okay. potatoes. I don't know if they serve mashed potatoes at a fancy restaurant. Yeah, I they think, do. I think that's usually in a, in a different form that I'm sure we'll 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 cover later. What is that? Gold crested? <laughs> I can't think of a fancier form of potato. There ain't no way they're serving you a baked potato. That's probably the fancy. That I mean, whenever you go to like a steak restaurant, they don't give you mashed potatoes. It's usually a baked potato on the side. That's not fancy. That literally still has the dirt on the outside. <laughs> well, not at the fancy places. I don't know where you're eating. Not, not would, fancy Why would they serve good. you the the disgusting, wrinkly skin of a potato at a fancy place? I, I cannot agree with that. All I know is that mashed potatoes are delicious, but when I think of mashed potatoes in a restaurant, it's usually like a all-you-can-eat buffet or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, that. they're not fancy. Regardless, mashed potatoes are a good option. I took them... I, I didn't take... Mashed potatoes over potato chips just because I felt like potato chips were a better counter to the French fry. You know, I was hoping that because they're kind of bullshit or something you snack on, then maybe maybe one they'd meet up in the end and it would have a better chance. But mashed potatoes are fantastic. And I think that's a snag at three for sure. Thank you, thank you. My next one, this is getting really hard for me because I want so many things. But I'm going to take one that I believe they're definitely not fancy, but it is something that is known by a couple different names, but here where we're from, they are typically called funeral potatoes. Dang. We call them cheesy potatoes, whatever, whatever it is, but funeral potatoes, as we know and love them, are fantastic, and I would prefer them well beyond mashed potatoes most of the time. I mean, they are special. Yeah, and I just want to clarify for our non-utah listeners these are like scalloped potatoes in that big 9 by 16 I believe pan where it's just you know potatoes cut into circles cheese mixed in or they could be shredded cheese mixed in occasionally a delicious cornflake crumble on the oh top. yeah yeah that that little crumbly crust on top that's uh, that's magnificent oh yeah so, a little pizzazz those might be my favorite form of potato so I'm happy with the at the fourth overall very good pick. You know, you combine the cheese and the potato there. Uh, that's that's tough to beat. And so I definitely would have taken that next. And you're lucky you didn't let me get to that pick because that's going to be another powerhouse. So good job there. All right. That leaves me with a couple more that I have here on the list. And the next, I will be taking the delicious form of breakfast potato. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I only like it two of the three ways it's served, which is the hash brown. Mm-hmm. I either like the... McDonald's style hash brown in a little circle or the shredded hash browns. I'm not a big chunk hash brown kind of guy. I'm taking delicious hash yes, browns. Yes, I can't even think of what a chunk hash brown is, but yeah, I th- the the McDonald's style, like the patty, whatever it is, that's probably my favorite where you can just like oh, take yeah. it and take it and munch on it. Those are sandwich and ketchup. Yep. It it was between a few funeral potatoes and hash browns for me, so that's an excellent choice. I mean, a breakfast potato is a good potato. That's, a, oh, that's yeah. if I know one thing. That's that's what it is. It's and good. I'm going to take one that is. It's probably the most. It's probably the closest to a hash brown in style and taste, and that's the tater tot. Uh, I had that one. Yeah, good good pick. The, Stole that one from me. The, the tater tot is is it's basically a cylinder McDonald's hash brown, <laughs> but they're delicious. Whatever oh, form yeah. they come in. I love me a good tater tot. That's that's a very good pick. Tater tots are excellent. You know, made a big cameo in Napoleon Dynamite. So, Oh, yeah, I mean, Napoleon Dynamite did wonders for the tater tot community. Oh, yeah. It really, you know, I think it was dying down, but then after Napoleon Dynamite, it just skyrocketed, and it, they're doing really well for themselves now. No, it's interesting that that movie was made in Idaho, the potato capital of the world, and they were Conspiracy having tater tots. Much? They were having tater tots. That means the potato capital of the world's Potato of choice is a tater tot. You heard it here first. Oh, that's some good <laughs> journalism that we just did there. Good investigative journalism. I have one pick left, three items on my list. Mm. And I think one of them is too similar to the scalloped or funeral potatoes, which you took, which is au gratin, which I think it's kind of the same. It's like the potatoes and that? cheese. And oh. It's like the potatoes and cheese. So I'm not going to take that one, but okay. they are really good. And, it's between baked and roasted for me and I think I'm going to go with a nice roasted potato mm. with some good seasonings dazzled over the top if you I will am. you know those are delicious I'm going to let you in on a little secret here growing up I used to not like potatoes I like I'd eat french fries and stuff but any other form of potato just wouldn't do it for me then one day my my mom made some some roasted potatoes I don't know what she put on those things, but they were delicious. They got me into okay. the, the, the uh, potato world, and I've been grateful for that day ever since because it's, I love me a good potato, and a roasted potato is a classic for sure. Yeah. I mean, if the seasonings hit right, mm. oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's that's excellent. And now you put me into a spot here because I have two on my list, and baked is one of them. I think we've, we've kind of talked about that, and it seems like a travesty to leave that off because it's such a classic. And I think that we're going to get a lot of flack for it. But I have to stay true to if I'm sitting down at a restaurant and you offer me a choice between two things, unless it's a sweet baked potato, that changes things a little bit. You put a little brown sugar on there, that's a delight. No. But I'm staying I'm staying with the regular potatoes, and I'm going to go with gnocchi. I don't know how to say it. Gnocchi. Uh, gnocchi? Yeah, whatever, however you want to Pino- pronounce Gnocchio? it. Yeah, Ginocchio. <laughs> the it's like a, the potato pasta thing. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, we love that. We get we get some packets from Trader Joe's of that, and you just you put a little water with it, throw it on the stove. They're delicious, and I just love them. So, I uh, I knew that was going to slip down to me at the end. I didn't think you would include that, so I'm thrilled to, to at least include it on the list. But shout out to our boy baked potato, who some might say that he was snubbed for sure. <laughs> Sure, I mean, definitely an honorable mention, but here's the problem with the baked potato is that the toppings determine how good the baked mm. potato is. I don't know if you can necessarily say that for the rest of these, yeah, I mean french fries nuggets. are are better with with salt and stuff. I mean, just a plain french fry doesn't do much, yeah. but but a, I think a baked potato is, with salt, yeah, no, salt baked, is is needed on most of these, so uh yeah yeah, you can make that argument but i want ham bacon i think think there's about a centimeter thick layer on top of a potato that's really good and then everything else underneath it is kind of just like it's just okay and that's why i like the the sweet baked potato because you can go you know when you're at a fancy restaurant they have dude i did not know you were a sweet potato guy my respectometer is going all the way down oh people stand with me i was half tempted to see if you would let me take sweet potato french fry because they are so good if a place has sweet potato fries and regular fries i'm gonna take the sweet potato fries nearly every time unless they have like some other good flavoring on on their regular fries but sweet potatoes um once you're a man you know that they are delicious (laughs) that is a terrible take i think at Maybe it's Texas Roadhouse. They bring out a sweet potato, like melted marshmallows on top. Oh, I can't imagine why you would order that. That my favorite thing on Thanksgiving, and we've done like we I think we've done a bracket for this already, but they got like you got like the sweet potatoes or yams, whatever they got like the orange casserole thing, and it either has marshmallows on top or sometimes it has like the roasted pecans on there. Oh man, they are. It's so good. It's my favorite. It's a sweet treat. It's almost like you get a dessert, but you're eating a potato, so it feels a little That's bit disgusting. Correct. I'm still trying to decide why you brought up yams when you were talking about sweet potatoes with Marcus. Because there's but... a lot of there's a lot of misunderstanding on what's a yam and what's a sweet potato. So oh, okay. I wanted to make sure everybody understood that I was talking about the orange plate at Thanksgiving is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, thanks for grouping all the disgusting things in one so all of us normal people can just go one day, yeah, hey, no one days. day you'll grow up. I'll eat my Ginocchio and become a real boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that rounds it out. Very good picks today. I think that was a pretty good draft. I'm excited to see what the people at home have. It'll be interesting to see if we have any upsets on this bracket and uh, different styles of potatoes that we maybe missed. So make sure you're following along at PM and the AM podcast on Instagram. You will see our stories there posted of these potatoes pairings and we will see which one ultimately comes out on top? Blake, any predictions? I, I'm going to give it to French fry. I'm assuming that people are going to stay loyal to the thing that they probably eat the most often. And uh, I, I think that, that that was an excellent choice, not letting that slide to me. So, <laughs> good work. <laughs> I know. I always love to have the easy draft with a clear one of one pick when I've got the number one. So that worked out well for me, Blake. Anything else you got for the listeners on the way out today? You know what, I don't, but we appreciate you guys listening. Awesome, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to share the show with a friend, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, The Morning People, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend, and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions, and an overall great time. Thanks for listening. It truly means a lot to us, and we'll catch you guys next week.